You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I'm Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser like Razor. We're both a little huskalask today. <laughs> Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Yet again, we're doing one of those recordings where you and I have spent the whole weekend together, <laughs> pretty much. I, I haven't seen you today. That's true, but we have spent a lot of time together the past 48 Other, hours. Otherwise, this is our Drag Race recap show. It this is. It's not you a prime. Yeah, That's so we're not going to delve too much in, uh, into our into our personal lives, but we've had a weekend. We have had a weekend, and you know what? We've also, I know this isn't the, the show for it, but we have had some feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go for it. So, Ruth Evans got in touch. I think it was the last episode. episode. No, two episodes ago. And she says, I feel the same about Vicky. Performing for the troops gives me the ick, and I can't get past that. <laughs> Ginger is also my fave, but the jumpsuit is part of a sinister agenda that's been slowly taking over the UK. She said, Lucy and Yak? I don't know what that means. They won't stop until everyone over 30 dresses like a giant baby. Yeah, she's talking about Ginger's workroom outfit. She's wearing it in this episode. Oh, yeah? It's that, like, colourful, like, overall set. Oh, I see. So that must be the brand name. Lucy Lucy and Yak. I don't like that. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you for getting in touch, Ruth, and some very specific feedback. Um, I don't want to wait until the moment in the episode to play this, but I did a little recording of of one of the one of the girls saying something today, and it made me laugh so much that I've been playing it over and over again. I even okay. sent it to Crystal. Let's hear it. She's got the little bum flap because she's a naughty girl. <laughs> because she's a naughty girl. <laughs> That's Dee Dee talking about the bum flap on her outfit. But did that not annoy you? No, I've turned the corner with Dee Dee now where I now find her, like, charming. She's got the little bum flap because she's a Because <laughs> I just assumed that, you know, because she's, she's doing an American accent, that would have riled you up. No, no, much like with how it always works on this show, I've gone from feeling a certain way about a person to now supporting every single thing that they do. She's got the little bum flap because she's a I think most importantly, we have had some feedback from Cliff and it's some audio feedback. I'm going to play it for you. Hi, Ben. Hi, Fraser. Like Razor, this is Cliff. I just want to get back to you, re-Grand Cangate. I would pronounce it as Gran Canaria, okay? Uh, Keep up the good work and I'll see you down Soho House, Glasgow for a picante in an undisclosed date in 2024 when it opens. See you, bye. (laughs) So I'm pretty pleased with that. Yeah, it, it, it really does prove you right but also proves me right that it sounds right in a scottish accent oh well it's i need to say it more scottish every yeah, time you i say it way more scottish you're, you're being way too too posh and uh southern so i'll be like oh uh, michael maruli he's from gran canaria yeah like there we go now it works oh and i'm also livid you haven't seen my star making performance on bbc's the hit list starring Rochelle and Marvin, get on it, guys. 
Sorry, I am just live recording, but yes, sadly, the Yule Sushi in House of Fraser, Buchanan Street, is now sadly RIP, always infamous for the scent of fried food emanating around the beauty counter, which was really lovely when mixed with the fragrances. Okay, bye. <laughs> so I love that going into House of Fraser to buy a fragrance, and you can just smell I don't know, like a I don't know, deep fried Some something. Cooking oil, yeah. <laughs> Which is also hilarious because sushi is raw, but clearly, like your sushi in Glasgow had to like deep fry something. I'm sure there's some kind of chicken teriyaki element for people oh, like me. Yeah, <laughs> chicken. Yeah. You want to be? You want to talk about being a fussy person in a sushi restaurant? You always get given chicken teriyaki as a consolation prize. The chicken teriyaki, <laughs> in a your sushi in House of Fraser's. Love that. Thank you. Lovely. Because she's a naughty girl. Obsessed. Oh, uh, right. Shall we get into this episode? Let's do it. What is it? Episode seven? Episode seven. Right. Right. This is called Melodrama-rama. Mm. So speaking of, uh, a little harsh to read some negative feedback about Vicky after she's been uh, eliminated, but she's still with us in the in spirit at the beginning of this episode. Oh yeah, because they're at the mirror, aren't they? And she wrote on the mirror, love most of you. Yeah. She also did make a pasty reference and they showed her being eliminated and she said something about pasty at the end of the runway as well and i just said vicky and her pasty references i'm not gonna say anything good or bad about it just saying it okay oh god we i really am at a different register you are today yeah yeah you've really gone down a notch oh well i felt like bearing in mind this episode is called melodrama rama like this is real non-drama that's happening here about her saying you know love most of you and everyone like oh what does she mean who do you think she's talking about no. Well, the only person that gets any pleasure out of it is Tamara. First of all, you hear her say she's probably just trying to stay relevant, which was really funny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then uh, there's <laughs> so there's a great moment where she's talking with Kara, and Kara's like, "Oh, who do you think she's talking about?" And Didi kind of is like, "Oh, well, she did say you're very loud." And and Tamara, and Kara's like, "Oh my god, I wonder if she's talking about me." And then they cut to Tamara in the interview, and she's like. Because basically Kara says, well, you're really loud as well to her. And she says, yeah, I am loud, Kara, but people like me. <laughs> and then she fully, I think this is where she reached her, her final form yeah. of, of Tamara Samara. She really loses it, doesn't she? <laughs> so we, we do discover at this point or discover, we talk about the fact that Dee Dee's now eliminated two people. Yeah. Too Pretty bad. good. Too bad. Pretty winners. good. Michael and thinks she's a demon. Ginger wishes that Dee Dee <laughs> could bring this energy to the challenges. Yeah. And that's fair because she left it all on the on the, the lip sync. Oh God, that was really bad. <laughs> Naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> so currently Dee Dee and Kate don't have badges. Wait, is that right? No, just Kate. Yeah, Dee Dee's not in the... Co- no. Is Dee Dee still here? <laughs> Because she's a naughty girl. We just talked about her. Yeah, she's been eliminated. So Didi's not in the competition. Oh, so she's not in this episode, like no, I she's thought. Not. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Kate doesn't have a badge. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Kate thinks that last week she was in the top three. I would agree. I think she was being kind of what sarcastic about that because she she got she got left until the, the they announced oh. the bottom two and it was just her as the le- one that was just before. Oh, okay. So I think they technically she wasn't. Oh, okay. But she was kind of joking and saying like, oh, well, you know, my heart, I won. Mm. So she actually did agree with you. Okay, great. She's like a Joel Domit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just wrote down here, Joel Domit. Yeah. Okay. 
So hot and boring. Well, before we talk about him, I do like the fact that Al on the runway does that like wiggle thing with his arms. <laughs> that really made me laugh. The 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 Kathleen to Jimmy, just a touch of love, exactly. sister act dance move. Exactly. <laughs> Joel Domit. I don't like that brand of UK host, which is kind of like a bit smarmy guy. Like I'm a smarmy geeky guy who makes jokes and I talk in an affected way. But then later in the episode, he is good. Yeah, he's 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 hot and yeah, yeah. I liked his pink suit. I liked his pink suit. I wonder where that was from. It was either really cheap or really expensive. Right, we're in the workroom. What's going on? Yes, yeah, the next day. I have written here. I zoned out, so you need to just really pull this together. So. I didn't actually really write down, I wrote down what people were wearing in this bit because Mm -hmm. I wrote that we're getting cozy with Kara. She's in a really nice fuzzy jumper. Oh, she's totally, she's a fuzzy jumper and also silky pajama bottoms. Mm. It's like super cozy with Kara. Yeah. And Michael Marilli is in what I described as another Grand Canaria kind of boutique blouse Mm -hmm. with a very short fisting glove. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Thank you for adjusting your pronunciation. Of course, I'm respectful to my people. Cliff and I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. So we get the Rue mail here and Rue says something about, I've got a part that needs filling. If you see your name up in lights, you better nail it. Nail it good. Sure, 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 sure. Nonsense is yeah. what I wrote. And you just said, are we doing porn? Fun. <laughs> Rue comes in in PJs. What? What was happening here? Because, wait a minute, isn't there a pajamas reference or something? There's the the main stage, like the, the catwalk uh, yeah. thing is. Yeah, but that, Rue never references. I know. But that Ru- makes no sense. Yeah, but Rue sometimes just like does whatever the fuck he wants in terms of like this, this look. You know, sometimes yeah. he could come in wearing overalls i.e. dungarees yeah. with nothing underneath underneath and cowboy boots no i know and everyone be like oh i just i feel like it's never normally connected it's oh, always I just see. kind of a disconnected strange oh. thing to me it felt like very much like my thing that i say every week about how much rue loves doing the uk show it's almost like he, she's just like oh fuck it like you know like all these suits that she's wearing in like on the us show i could just imagine her being like oh fuck, i don't want to bother today like i'm just hanging out with the girls like i'll put this yeah. put my hoodie on and we'll just go down and like have a laugh and it's like wait rue, rue actually looked ahead to see what this catwalk in this episode's about and <laughs> yeah. connected the dots okay right. okay yeah, exactly i imagine she's like why don't we do a pajama thing sing is that and they're like oh, what, what i'm just gonna very quickly google rue paul Hotel London, because I, I need to know where Rue stays. It wouldn't surprise me if she had kind of a serviced, serviced apartment, like a really posh one. A really posh one, or maybe a really modern one. Yeah. Oh, I don't seem to see anything. So, I don't, so, so if anyone could get in touch and knows where RuPaul stays, I know that sounds weird and creepy. I just need to know like what level of hotel, what kind <laughs> of service he's getting in London. Thank you. And uh, he is wearing Crocs. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole thing is very strange. But do you remember I that, appreciate it though. that season of American Drag Race where she's wearing a lot of scarves? Do you remember that? Yeah, but I think that was... Because a little... Uh, little, little... Let's just say <laughs> Rue had maybe been to Harley Street. Is that what we're saying? So she says we're going to have a good old-fashioned bitch sesh. And as they always say, it's going to be with puppets. Why? Because everybody loves puppets. Now, where is that mm, reference from? I, I can't remember. Okay. It's just been so long from the beginning of time. If I were there, I would have like done the gag of, because reading is fundamental. Oh. <laughs> you know? So yeah, this is the classic. It's kind of a another reading challenge. 
pretty mm. much. Uh, but it's the the famous puppet show one where yet again the art department have really outdone themselves <laughs> and created really really good hand puppets that match the girls confessional outfits so each of them really have fun. to blindly pick one of the puppets drag it up and then perform as that puppet so let's go through Should we just do who gets who and then talk about how they did yes yeah, so Car- I, I grouped it all together Kara has ginger yeah she flops hard mm-hmm. and it just she, she knows it from the start like it starts and she's like why do i have to go first yeah <laughs> And also, I've written here, when do they, they're given like a short amount of time to do quick drag on mm. the puppet. But I'm like, when are they going to prepare their act? Like the actual comedy. Turns out, they're no, not. No, they really have to just do it as, they, as they're as they it, putting it together. Yeah. And that really shows with Cara. Yeah. So Cara for Ginger's puppet, it, she's wearing that no sleeves look. Yes. From the other week. She gets the, she gets a laugh then and then the rest of it is just... Yeah. Right. Who else we got? Michael Morelli gets Cara. Mm-hmm. And I really loved seeing that puppet in the red magician's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> really cute. And she's just, Cara's, uh, Michael's just shouting. Yeah. And he, he does kind of a, it's very funny. It's a slightly, I mean, it's one of those, it's that thing of like, he's doing a, a slightly offensive accent, but he's also doing a really good impression of Cara. Totally. So it's kind of, I think it's one thing if you just, if, if you were to just do like a, to use the horrible term, black scent. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even anything like Kara. That would have been offensive. But I felt like he was really genuinely doing Cara. like a pitch perfect Kara impression. Like it really got her tone of voice. Like there's a bit where she answered her own puppet talking <laughs> about being like a goddess. And she's like, you know, that's right. And they sounded just the same. And I was like, well, I think that, I think that means it worked. And Kara's thrilled as well. Yeah, there's she like loves it. Shots of Kara just having a great time mm. watching it. Right, next up we had Tamara. Do you notice when Tamara like goes up to pick the puppet, the music they put on for her is like She's their she's their favorite. She's their favorite for sure. Like production and, yeah. and edit. Tamara has she Michael Maruli's puppet. Yeah. She's I put that she's a flop and she's hilarious. Because yeah. she is just laughing at her own like lack of there's something <laughs> something that could on a different person be really disrespectful about doing badly and just laughing about it. And it goes to show how much like Rue loves her and everyone loves her because they're all laughing along with her. But I think there's a way it could have been edited where it's like, if they wanted to make her to be a, like a, a bad person or a villain, they could have really made it look like, Oh, why is she laughing when she's doing so badly? Totally. But... Just a lot of, lot of blanking going on. Next up, uh, we have Kate Butch. Yeah. She got DD. She got DD and DD. Wait, I thought DD was not in this episode. Did I get confused at the top? Yeah. Dee Dee's in the episode. Who got eliminated? Vicky. Naughty girl. I don't remember. <laughs> we literally just talked about it. I know, but Dee Dee, Vicky, those are the same names to me, you know? Yeah. Which one's Dee Dee again? <laughs> Who's Dee Dee again? You know I don't remember people. This is Dee Dee. Oh, oh, the one who's the one who's young but also old and has no reference yes. points. I remember now. Thank oh you. Oh my god. Okay. So, Twenty minutes into this recap, Ben has remembered who's on the show currently. Uh, so Kate Butch has DD. At one point, someone's like, "Oh yeah, DD's pissed." Yeah. She? Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's like DD's. Oh, DD's mad. She's mad. But I don't think she was. I think they just used a shot where she was just standing there staring blankly. Yeah. I also, like, lots of non-drama drama. I also, here I was like, I don't think people really like Kate. 
Like none of them were laughing. Well, she yeah she she didn't yeah. I think I think we got a misdirect in this edit. Oh, to try and late- pump oh, her up for later. Okay. I think so because I don't think there's any way in which her and Ginger were not funny at this because this is exactly Agreed. what they can do. So. I think we were getting a bit of a misdirect. And then who, who do we have next? Dee Dee gets Tamara. And I think that the Dee Dee, the, the Tamara puppet of her like confessional with the blonde hair mm. is the cutest and funniest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. She does terribly. <laughs> Dee Dee's trying. She really is. Yeah. And then finally we have Ginger. Ginger has Kate. Kate is so excited to watch Ginger's performance. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's, they're, they're all, everyone just kind of goes like, oh, okay, let's yeah. go. And yeah, she does a really good job. She basically is doing her as Kate Bush in the Snatch Game. Yeah. And she does that really good, a really quite a long, a long joke that ends with her talking about that branch being not a prop, but not a prop, but a crutch. Yes. Really good, like, wordplay. Just really smart. And was afterwards, uh, Kate just goes, well, she absolutely got me. <laughs> I loved it. Also, did you notice uh, when they were getting ready, get, like dragging up the puppets, Ginger said to Tamara, they're like frantically doing stuff and Ginger goes, oh, you know, I actually use, you know, I use puppets in my act. And Tamara goes, of course you do, you stupid bitch. <laughs> she, she literally goes, of course you do, you stupid bitch. What else don't you do? Yeah. Like, it was really funny. <laughs> I liked the line here at the end when everyone's done their act and Rue says, one of you had us in puppet tears. You are a comic? I was like, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. And it was Ginger. Yeah, so essentially she gets to choose her team for the challenge. Yeah. And what is the maxi challenge, Ben? The maxi challenge? Why? Why are you being... Are you trying to set me up? Not for a bad thing. Oh, okay. Just what did you just say? It? All right. <laughs> just like, what's going on? Um, you don't like it when I get professional, do you? Yeah, I was like, I'm the one who does the normal the direction here. What are you doing? <laughs> so the challenge is they're going to be doing in pairs, little dramas. Um, and they've got one called Footballer's Wags. They've got Hole Dark, which is a play on Pole Dark. And they've got Femmerdale as yeah. well. So we've got... Yeah, a Footballer's Wives parody. Yes. Whole Dark parody and an Emmerdale parody. Yeah. Lovely. And I like the way Rue described them. It was, like he said, it's a, like Footballer's Wags is like a steamy drama where two ex-wags vie for the attention of the star player. And then it, each one is the exact same, yeah. the exact same thing, <laughs> vying for this, vying for that. So Ginger chooses Kate. Yeah. And I wrote, no. Yeah. They're real, they're real sisters, those two, aren't they? The two of them together. And then... Um, Ginger's pretty good with this because she pairs up the others. She puts Kara with Michael yep. and she puts Tamara with Dee Dee. And she, so essentially she's putting a strong performer in yep. each of the teams, which is clever because Michael's great and Tamara's going to be yep. high energy. Because, yeah, if Ginger was a nasty person, he could have put Dee Dee and Kara together. Yeah. And they would have, it would have been a disaster. But mm-hmm. he was just like, because, and it showed, it showed in the final thing because everyone's sketch was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I wrote here, defo cozy with Kara, silky PJs and fluffy top. <laughs> That's when I really noticed it. We get some we get some kind of nonsense about who wants to do which sketch, but they basically end up... They sort of are. Yeah, they sort of... <laughs> you right there. <laughs> that was me just yawning. So, yeah. I, was getting, I was getting cozy with Kara. <laughs> so, yeah, it basically ends up being that Ginger and Kate are going to do Whole Dark, Didi and Tamara are going to do Femmerdale, and Michael and Kara are going to do... Footballers Wags. Which one would you want to do? I think Femmerdale would have been my my so choice. As well. 
I think Femmerdale. I it, could do a Yorkshire accent. Yeah, and it had the most um, it had the most slaps in it. Yeah, and, that, and actually, that actually made me laugh the most. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we'll we'll get there. This is also a point where Kara really stuck to her guns in terms of what what role she wanted yeah. to play and what um, what show she wanted to parody. Because yeah. she said she's given it up before and it didn't go well. So now she's like, no, I'm sticking. So that's why she got Footballer's Wags. So then we get a bit of them just rehearsing, a lot of fake slapping happening. And then I just wrote, Ginger and Kate are a safe pair of hands, aren't they? I know. They're just <laughs> lovely together. You can tell they really like each other. Yeah, they just, they, it feels very genuine and kind of like a real friendship, isn't it? It's nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Should we go see director <laughs> Mish? So for each of these scenes, they're filming with one of the, the Brit crew. Yeah. And his name is Jacob. Yeah. It's very cute. I I mean, it's, this is probably more relevant when they when we talk about the sketches later, but I guess now's a good time. I was really impressed. Did you notice that he did a completely solid, different accent for each sketch? Yeah. Like, at a really good yeah. accent. Like, he was really good. Yeah. And he's also uh, really good. Yeah, he's hot. Mm-hmm. Michael looked terrifying when they were filming this. Yes. He's very, like very demonic looking they were wearing fun stretchy dresses so that was Kara Michael up first Kara is really trying mm. and Michelle's initially not well no Michelle needs to give a lot of help to the, yeah. to to Kara but Kara I was impressed with her yeah she's just she's doing that slightly classic drag race thing of someone who's maybe not the strongest in comedy being just loud from mm-hmm. the beginning and then Michelle kind of reins her in and is being like, let's let it build to that and not just be screaming. I've written here, Michael is just great. Yeah. Just, again, another safe pair of hands. And then Ginger and Kate, I don't have, really have anything to say about this. They're both just, like, Michelle's just having a great time. Yeah. They, they barely get any any airtime for this, actually, because mm-hmm. just, it just shows Michelle being like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. For Didi and Tamara, I've written, oh, no. <laughs> These two get the real, they get the flop, fl- they get the flop edit, don't yeah. they? It's clown music. It's every single line being, um, being flopped, uh, being flubbed. But I just said that I cannot. Tamara in that wig and that outfit, she was killing me. She looked, <laughs> that little bob wig and she had her chin like jutted out the whole time and she yeah. had those massive tits in that like she like it, she just looked so funny even when she was even when we were meant to be like oh god she's really messing up i was like cracking up yeah that bob was flying around all over her head which <laughs> is so funny yeah it was some great movement that Didi bob. looked wild in this challenge <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was them with michelle so we just you know we get a little little taste little teaser yeah. of how these go a little moose bouche the next day oh my god right the next day in the workroom it kicks off with ginger telling a story how about she how she once <laughs> sold three safety pins yeah. what what is going on here yeah. she draw yeah because she was making an outfit and she had said she had three pins in her mouth and yeah. then they're not even no safety pins like they're like the safety pins would be better because at least it means the end would be covered oh, these, right. those are like those sewing pins they're literally like yeah she said one was like sideways across her like gullet yeah and the rest were just like in her inside of her moving (laughs) through her body and then cara cara shares one of her disastrous tales where she's talking about when she was doing a jump on stage her head went through a ceiling (laughs) i wrote ceiling tile yeah definitely i was thinking did you get that really good sound effect that they gave her what was it she, she says, she goes, well, I landed the split and they cut to Michael Marulli and she just points like this as if to go like, uh-huh. And it, it literally went ding oh, for like good. Michael. It was really good. 
<laughs> yeah, and then Michael talks about his snapped hamstring, also shattered her knee. Did you hear when he said I had I was bruised from my heel to my hoop? Oh no, that is vile. Yeah, that is such a vile. Like I love it. I really couldn't. My love for Michael Marulli is right up at the top. I'm enamored. I also really enjoyed these stories because we, and understandably, justifiably, so we often get coming out, we get bullying, right. all these different things. Heavy. It was nice to have like just really extreme fun stories. That felt it felt the most real conversation, didn't it? Because it, yeah. it was almost like people being like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know what happened to me? This, yeah. yeah, it was it was nice. Right. Like, yeah, I just literally, my last note is, I love Michael Marulli. There you like, go. Well, Should we get to that main stage? Main stage. My first note is, Joel is hot. <laughs> I've written metallic flower dress for yeah. Rue, for Ruru. Michelle's wearing a lip piercing, isn't she? And also a, a, a nose ring, as well, like a nose piercing as well. Yeah, yeah. Nose, nose piercing and a lip ring. Yeah. Very Victoria, Victoria Beckham. Beckham. Party in the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've written here that I love Alan's blue jacket oh, yeah. with big diamonds on it yeah it's really fun i really want to use the word embellished oh okay <laughs> we'll let you so what's the runway category it's pajama rama i enjoyed that yeah good title now when when she announced it's pajama rama i've written here i'm already worried about kate <laughs> i was like this isn't going to go well for her how wrong i was yeah she pulled that one around but first up was michael maruli <laughs> my notes are very conversational Lovely. I just wrote that. She says she's come as a rich Geordie slag. Um, it said she's woken up in the middle of the night to scratch her fanny. And this is what she looks like. It's kind of like it's this black lingerie with a pink robe, one shoes off, makeup everywhere. It's kind of Patsy meets... Remember the, the sister in Keeping Up Appearances? Yes. <laughs> like the, the trashy sister. Yes. Yeah. It's very her. So that was she's called fun. Rose? Rose, yeah. yeah. Uh, Onslow? Her husband, but yeah, but wait, it's the it's the other sister, it's the other sister, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I can't remember what her name was. No, I know who you mean there. Yeah, yeah. and kind of Dorian from Birds of a Feather. Yes, <laughs> Dorian from Birds of a Feather. But I I feel like there's been other times people have done this kind of look on Drag Race, which is meant to be like the disheveled disheveled trash woman. This was really up there. I f- I felt like it was. I just felt like it was really well oh, well done. Well, yeah, Michael's a pro, but also. It's kind of like when people act drunk and if yeah. it, it can go really bad. Yeah, it felt it felt very embodied and kind of good. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of was like, you know, this is me. <laughs> this, this is me. Oh, how weird are some of our reference points? I know I've never seen The Greatest Showman. Never either. <laughs> I think I think the closest I've got to it is a Barry's boot camp class. That was like the cool down. They played that. I would have burnt that fucking place to the ground. No, but you Barry's know, but, you know, by that point in the class, like you're so high and endorphins. Right, you're, like, you're like, you're like, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Barry's. Okay, Cara next up. She's got loads of rollers in her hair and she's wearing a purple regal robe. And I've written va va voom lingerie underneath. Now, I felt we really unlocked getting cozy with Cara in this segment <laughs> because she says... That it's an ode to her mum because her mum loves loungewear. And I was oh. like, now we... Because she, she literally said, oh, you know, when I'm at home, my mum's always just like slinking around in comfortable loungewear. And I was like, this this, this is it. This is where it's from. This, this is, where, is this it. This is it. <laughs> this is so, it. This is it. Oh, this time I know it's the real thing. Kara's mum loves her loungewear. I'm out of 
the touch of you. Okay, stop. I love that song. I know. I as a kid, I loved that song as well. It's so good. So that's Kara. It's good. Now Kate does a fantastic combo kind of thing here. So she does that kind of grayscale makeup, which has been done on Drag Race a few times. But she's it's it's fun because she's the only one doing it. Yeah, this is a very inventive look. Yeah, she's doing kind of a haunted almost. Yeah, like a haunted kind of fifties starlet look. She's got a knife in her back. Well, first of all, she reveals, she's wearing a sleep mask and she reveals, and the only thing that's color is she's got like red kind of crystals around her eyes. So she looks like kind of bloody eyed, which I thought was cool. And then, yeah, she reveals she has like a knife in her back and (laughs) she just falls face first on the stage and lays there for a really long amount of time. For way too long, which is just great. And did you notice when they zoomed in on her face, her mouth was like open? Her oh, mouth really? was like open and kind of like, she'd like smushed herself onto the stage, but she'd been so committed that she'd stayed exactly how she felt. Aww. And they were just doing loads of puns about that while she was laying there, which I thought was really funny. This is when I was like, I was more on board with Joel when he said, imagine if this is a real murder <laughs> and we're all just sitting here making fun of it. Right. I really like that. Yeah, because Alan literally, she's laying there and Alan's making some jokes about nine inches in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, Ginger. She said Dolly Parton... In a John Waters movie. Yeah, dressed as a bunny rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I written, I don't love it except the high heel bunny rabbit slippers. Yes. And then I've written here in all caps, Ginger says that she doesn't normally wear anything to bed. And I've just written paging Fraser and producer Bray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's good. I just don't love it. Yeah. Next up, Dee Dee. In a look that I know you have some feelings about, the zebra slash zebra onesie, with a so she's doing kind of a a sexy onesie yeah. with a almost like a uh, a teddy feather boa. Yes, a teddy boa. Yeah, I yeah I don't I ugh, just onesie onesies. Culture. Yeah, but I am on board. If I do go to Gay Ski Week again and they have that onesie party, there are sexy onesies that are actually sexy. Oh yeah, well we talked about that. They're those kind of. Uh, Almost those, I think they call them like union suits. They're like those kind of slightly old school, like almost like a prospector would wear. Yes. Prospecting for gold. Yeah. Yes. Those, those have kind of made a real comeback. Yeah. So also Dee Dee does have a, a, a bum flap in her outfit. She's got the little bum flap because she's a naughty girl. <laughs> You've uh, really changed your tune Oh, I, you know what happens to me every, it was... <laughs> Do you remember who was it last time? It was Jombas. Jombas blonde. Oh my I really, god! I really didn't like Jombas to start with. Then by the end, I was supporting every single thing she did. And then finally, we've got Tamara. She's in a sexy Teddy look, and I like when she's describing it. And then she suddenly realizes that she is Goldilocks. Yeah. Like, oh no! Wait, it's like Goldilocks. I wait. I am Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's unlocked for her. So then we're gonna we're gonna view the skits mm. and they they did a quite I liked the formatting here they did a they aired a skit and then did the critiques of the pair yes. very good yeah felt very, very clean, efficient very clean and efficient so first up were Kara and Michael I've written I've written fine I've written their pregnancy bumps are fun I enjoyed that and then I really enjoyed their fast breathing in unison yeah and then I've written it's kind of cute in the end and they get there yeah absolutely and and Kara gets the the good button on the scene where she's talking about how that football is her baby. And as they walk out, she's like, we'll go for a drink. She's like, we're going to take you for your first ever drink. Yeah. She got a nice little... A little bit of improv at the end yeah. there. So in the critiques, they were they basically loved Michael, said she did a great job. They love her look. And then there's a really good joke where Rue says, 
just want to ask what lip liner are you using? Mm. And Michael says, oh, it's just an invisible nude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What a pro. Just, what a pro. Straight back. Yeah. Love it. And then, yeah, they kind of said Kari struggled with the volume of the of your performance, but you ended up going for it. And I loved that Rue described her look oh. as Louis XIV meets Tony Braxton. So good. So perfect. So good. Okay, next up, Kate and Ginger. Now, in their sketch, I've realized the set isn't big enough. Yeah. Do you notice that? You're suddenly, like, looking off the side panel areas like, yeah very strange yeah yeah you're right it was shot as if we were still watching them record it not yeah the final product it was shot as if it was like front it should have been front on yeah. and nothing around the sides <laughs> this moment though i really realized that jacob was good at accents because he'd gone from doing like a first of all he did like a kind of s61 then he was doing like a posh person and it wasn't until he suddenly did a yorkshire accent that i was like oh my god he's got all of it mm-hmm. but these two were just solid 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 yeah and it builds to a bananas climax. Yes, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I yeah. liked, I really liked Kate's uh, what happened to baby Jane kind of makeup. That very like big, like, you know, that downturned like yeah. clown mouth Real that she had. Like, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. I liked all the different noises they made and they varied them and it was fun and it was good and it was great. Yeah. And they, they, they ended up kind of saying that in their critiques just about them. They allowed it to build. It wasn't just like screaming and kind of going for it it yeah. was just it, it really it was really good they their critiques were so glowing they love ginger and they said great night for kate <laughs> love it when they say great night it's a great night for you kate <laughs> great night for you great night yeah alan said he'd he'd pay to see like a theater show of them and rue literally says you guys should be in a sitcom together yeah i was like oh wow and what, did, what was alan said is that his favorite line was fear not his only pp was his favorite line <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get a tattoo of that <laughs> So finally, Didi and Tamara, throughout them playing the sketch, you can hear Rue just cracking up at Tamara. She looked so funny. And and they gave they had the most slaps in their skit, which I thought was just Yeah. So funny. The two of them were really good at slapping and like Didi was like falling over those bales of hay in a really amazing way. Didi was being so physical. I was was very impressed. Everyone's accents were I just read (laughs) Didi's accent is wild and her wig was crazy mm-hmm. they definitely got given that like you could tell all like the wigs and costumes were provided for these sketches and there's their wigs were the craziest because i guess they were meant to look like farmers yeah <laughs> it just was really funny especially with like Didi's kind of crazy like very like snatched makeup but with that like wig with a little curly fringe <laughs> Uh, they described uh, Tamara's runway look as Victoria's Secret and Hamley's if they got together, <laughs> yeah. which I really enjoyed. And Alan says Tamara was manic and deranged. <laughs> Great. Done and done. Right. I'm going to get some OJ from Concentrate. I'm going to pour <laughs> them into glasses. We're back to the OJ. They've run out of the Innocent Smoothies. Yeah. Although I don't think the Innocent Smoothies, if they're not refrigerated, they don't, <laughs> they don't keep. They don't keep. No. So we're backstage, it's on Untucked, and Tamara's essentially saying, welcome to the competition, Kate. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah, Yeah, Kate, you hear Kate say off camera, or like, she's not in the shop, but she said, she finally decided to do drag in week seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and this is is interesting, because I felt this way when I watched the episode. They can't quite work out what's going to happen with people being in the bottom. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Kara and Dee Dee. You thought it was going to be Kara and Dee Dee. 
what just the two of them i thought that they were going to get pulled out of their pairs and be the, the bottom two yeah and not because dd did badly but just because she wasn't as good as she the wasn't as good as tamara and that those two were just not as good as the other person in their sketch yeah you're right and rue never announced oh you'll be judged in pairs like you yeah. will be judged in your pairs or like a pair will go home it was never said so i don't feel like it needed to be that way mm, interesting so yeah they don't know who's gonna go home everyone's in good form they were like everyone you're all, everyone's great yeah it was a nice it was a nice untouch it was so in critiques i've just written um joel was saying that tamara's face is so comedic from one angle and so beautiful from another it's it's completely true completely true she looked really sexy in that runway look yeah and then yeah just that that <laughs> i can't stop thinking about that bob and her chin like coming out like um, this and that bob just flying around <laughs> it's been, it's been they kind of remind me so when i was at uni in york there was this sort of like deli farm shop called browns and if you like wanted to spend a bit, bit of money they Browns like did freshly made sandwiches. So mm. if you're a bit hungover, you'd go get a sandwich from Browns. And the the family, the Browns family, <laughs> were kind of like kind of like local celebrities. Right. And they had a little bit of money. So they like the the girls, the Browns girls were kind of farmers farm shop. But right. They would also go out. I see. So you'd see them in bars and stuff like that. It was very much that vibe. <laughs> very real specific. Browns girls. Yeah. If anyone, if anyone from uni, University of York got, just get in touch. Give me a shout. Right. Who's safe? Ginger is safe. Yep. Kate is the winner. Yeah. And I've just written, yay. Yeah. So yeah, Kate wins and safe is Ginger, Dee Dee and Tamara. Kate says, thank you, Miss Rue. Paul. <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, Dee Dee, Tamara, safe. Kara and Michael are up for elimination. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I wasn't that happy about it. But yeah. I, I am also, now I've turned the corner with Dee Dee. I kind of felt a little bit like, well, I don't really know who I want to go home because I like everyone left now. Yeah. I get that Kara maybe has not reached the kind of ascendance that we thought she would, but even I, I, I didn't want to see anyone go. I agree. So the lip sync is Touch Me, Touch Me by Samantha Fox. Watch your body. Kara flings off her wig and goes down to her lingerie and she looks fantastic. Yeah. She has a lovely like wall. She kind of does like the coming onto the runway entrance thing like kind of straddles it from the side which mm. i really enjoyed and then she falls in a good way she definitely didn't mean to fall but she saved it oh. but you got the reaction of like <gasps> oh I, I missed that oh yeah no she does she fully falls over and then she almost falls a second time because she yes she stands on her robe and they give her a tiny little sound effect of like ooh, ooh, and she never falls I, throughout this, I was worried for Michael because Michael's makeup was so intentional all over the place. He can't really emote. Yeah. So I was worried about that. And I've written Michael's strong but one note. Yes. I felt like it was... We've. I think we've said this a lot about imagine being in... You know, you could imagine being in a bar in Gran Canaria. Thank you. And you'd like... Michael would come on and do like that in the outfit and you'd be like, wow, that was really fun. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that was... I, he didn't do a lot, but I, I, I enjoyed all of it. I've written that Kara is definitely benefiting from a sexy song with sexy lyrics. Yes, definitely. Michael, oh my God, Michael does some really ropey splits. Oh yeah. Fucking My hell. favorite, I love those kind of splits where there's like a, <laughs> where there's like <laughs> stage <laughs> one and then a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've written it, so imagine if like Madonna was doing splits. It's a bit like that. <laughs> and then at the end, Michael's crying. Mm. And then I wrote, 
Kara kind of sees that Michael's crying and then sort of pretends to cry herself. <laughs> I felt like that was going on, but they do really like each other. Yeah, it, 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 I think they were just, emotions were high. And I think maybe they, because no one knew who was in the bottom, I think they were like, it was a bit more of a shock than normal. You know, mm. when people get to really gear themselves up for it. So yeah, Kara gets sent home. It's very emotional. I really thought it was going to be a double save. Yeah, me too. And I've written, Michael stays, not from that lip sync. <laughs> yeah. That was very sad. I did appreciate Kara, her exit line saying, you're welcome for my presence. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> That's her Dion Warwick line, wasn't it? Oh, is that Warwick's. what it is? Yeah. And I've just written here, oh, didn't she do well? <laughs> she did. And then did you notice at the to 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 the moon I moment? You're gonna say at the end was really good when Kate was dragged off. She, she fell to the ground and they dragged her dead body off stage. Love that. Really, she's. I feel like these gals, especially, they really they really know how to eke out every like inch of screen time in a yeah. way that's really enjoyable. Yeah, and you can see like RuPaul's like yet again really loving it. I think even though it's sad that Kara went, she really she had a good run. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any... She'll ever get anything negative out of doing this. Yeah. I can only imagine she's going to go from being incredibly famous for people who watch Drag in London to now just being really famous. Yeah, she'll be fine. So what we got next week? Next week, it's Makeover Challenge. Yeah, and we've got some queer hotline volunteers. Yeah, from the Switchboard LGBTQ uh, Switchboard. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever... How... Do you remember Childline? I do. Didn't they used to have a Childline single, charity single every year? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I do remember that there was oftentimes that in a in a fight with my parents, I would say I was going to call Childline and say I was being abused. <laughs> wow. What a waste of Childline's time. <laughs> I know, time. what a waste of everyone's time. I can imagine Laurie York saying like, fine, but I'm going to call them for, first and I'm going to say you're abusing me. No, she just always used to say, okay, go on then. She really called my bluff on it, and I was like, "Damn it, I can't call." Them. I like, I can't call them and tell them they, she won't let me watch TV. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for listening. We've only got three more episodes of this, haven't I know, we? I know. We're getting closer. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's thirteen. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.